have this guy's number. Awesome. Fake fan. Hello, uh, just calling you to tell you that it's uh, it's bad man season. To what? It's uh, it's bad man season. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, thanks for that. Ciao. Bye. Please select from the following options. Press one if you're in the North Island, yep. or if you press one for Northland stores. Press two for Auckland stores. Yep. Yo. Hey, bro. Just calling to tell you that it's bad man season. Bad man season. It's bad man season. Oh, I was waiting for this. Bye. Let's go! Batman season, let's go, baby! Yeah! <laughs> okay, bye, I love you. I gave it some thought, and I thought that I... Sing it with me, here we go! It's Batman season, it's Batman season. Oh, come and bring a friend, cause it's Batman season. Batman season, it's Batman season. Oh, come... Batman season! Hello everybody, kia ora tato, kia toto te maunga, kia oreo te awa no tamaki aho, kia Bernard Tokafano, kia Samuel Tokaingua. Kia ora everybody, welcome to the very first episode of Bad Man Season. We are finally here and I'm so excited to share about a project that I believe God has placed on my heart. Hashtag this is a God dream. You know, because of what, what this podcast is and what it will be for people, I believe this is a God dream because it's not something I would have ever thought of or would have ever wanted to do. This is a God dream because I believe it came from him so evidently and now it's being made alive through him. I'm so excited to share the heart, the kaupapa and the values. A little bit about myself, I come from Auckland, New Zealand. I studied a Bachelor of Communications and majored in radio and about three quarters of the way through my very last year, I felt God so evidently say, Sam, you need to make a podcast to encourage and educate people about who I am, to bring truth, clarity, and understanding to all people about who I want to be for them. But I also really felt him say, you need to make and create a platform for all people to access and create content that you needed to hear. You know, there's been a lot of fear, prayer, a lot of procrastinating, a lot of hows and, and what ifs. But before we even start the first episode, just have a few questions from the Instagram at Badman Season if you're not already following. One of the questions is what type of people will be on in the coming episodes? The guests that will be joining me are those who are so madly and deeply in love with Jesus that they will come and pour their heart out about whatever they want to talk about, whatever the topic is. And I'm so excited for the coming episodes as we have some amazing guests on. Another question. What do you want to see Badman season achieving slash doing in 12 months time? I'd love some merch. Merch will be pretty cool. Um, I'd like to see this go far further than just a podcast. That there will be social enterprises coming from this platform. That this will be a ministry for myself um, and also an extension of who I am, but also of who he is, that it becomes such an accessible platform for so many people, whether that's a young person discovering Jesus for the first time or someone in their 40s who've never heard the name of Jesus, but hears this 
and it's such an accessible thing for them. So that's the heart and the hope for that. Another question is, why did it take so long? A genuine answer is, I was quite scared. There was a lot of fear about what people would think. There was a lot of fear about making mistakes. There was a lot of fear about not starting it right. But you know, the, the journey to a thousand miles starts with one step, and here is step one today, as we take a step in faith, to know that this is a God dream, so God's hands upon this. And I'm so excited that we are finally doing that today. And the last question is, do you have $1 hot chocolates on set? My gosh, I love $1 hot chocolates from Macca's. They're so good. So if you're if you're a future guest listening right now, please bring through some $1 hot chocolates because that would be awesome. <laughs> if you feel like you have a God dream, whether this is a new dream or maybe it was a dream that had some life, but it got laid to rest because of the circumstances of life. I encourage you from, from Ezekiel, pray for muscles and flesh to form. Ask for skin to cover and breathe life into the dream that once was dead, but now alive because this dream that you have is a God dream. My truth is that I want to see people come alive in Jesus. And the continued hope is that I also get to become more alive in Him. If you feel like you don't have the resources or the worth or feel like what you have isn't enough, it has already been blessed by God for overflow. It has been anointed by the Creator for you to outwork what He's called for you in this season or seasons to come. When we have God dreams, the function of those dreams aren't there to make us feel or look good. They want to serve others and give Him glory. Our dreams want to broadcast God's strength in the mix of our lives. Our dreams want to broadcast God's strength to the people around us. Our dreams want to broadcast God's strength to the people that you encounter through your dreams, through His anointing. And I'm so excited to share something that's been very heavy on my heart around using what's in your hand. You know, taking advantage of the opportunities that you have. Now, I'd love to share from a piece of scripture in Matthew 25, verse 14. It's called the parable of the bags of gold. Got my trusty Bible in front of me. And you know, parables in the Bible were stories told by Jesus. They were stories that didn't necessarily happen, but the learnings that we get from them are so good and so true. And it talks about this master going away and he divided his wealth between three of his servants to take care of. To one he gave five bags, to the other he gave two bags, and to one he gave one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on the journey. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five more bags. So also the one with two bags gained two more. But the man who had received one bag dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five and said, Master, you have entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. Now, 
I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share in your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you've entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I've gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share in your master's happiness. The man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here's what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I've not sown and gather where I've not scattered my seed? Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that at least when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags. For whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. You know, I read that, that passage and I think sometimes in life we can be so much like that servant with one bag of gold. The last servant buried his bag. He hid it and didn't allow it to be seen or appreciated or didn't use it to get more. In verse 29 it says, For whoever has will be given more and they will have abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. We have this one bit of wealth, yet we try hide it so no one can see. The servant with one bag had so much potential that it became such a waste. His potential became a waste when it was not put into action. God didn't give you your, your gifts, your talents, your dreams and desires to waste. God equips us with gifts and, and dreams and talents so that we can use it in our day-to-day -day lives to build his kingdom. And you may ask, what does building his kingdom look like? Or actually, what is his kingdom? The kingdom of God is everywhere. The kingdom is in your classroom. It's in your school. It's in your sports team. It's in your workplace. It's in your home. It's in your whānau. It's in your friend group. It's in your university. The kingdom of God is everywhere. But one of my good friends put it like this. The king is only king of the kingdom when you allow him to reign. And so God can only be king when you allow him to reign over the amazing things that are going on in your life, over the victories and the successes and the awesome things going on. But God can only be king of our lives when we allow him to also be king of the average stuff, of the insecurities, of the doubts, of the guilt and the shame. But not only do we have to let him, but he so desperately wants to be king over all of those things. So how do we build his kingdom? By positively influencing spaces, spheres and people in our lives with the skills and the desires that God's given us. Don't be like that servant with one bag. Don't hide the things that God has placed in your hands. You know, because I see a generation of people using their gifts. I see a generation of people using what's in their hands and taking advantage of the opportunities placed in front of them. You know, three steps to using what's in your hand. You know, a little three-step process. You know, three steps to using what's in your hand. 
is actually knowing the gifts and the dreams and the desires that you have. The second step is trying to figure out how you can use it, how you can outwork that. And the third step is actually, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to action this? You know, finding your, your desire, your dream, your gift. Trying to find a way of how you can use it. And the third step is actually actioning that. You know, God places us on a pedestal with our gifts and talents to utilize the platform that we stand upon to influence others. The parable said, You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. God will entrust you with many things. If you're faithful with the little that you may think you have these placed in front of you. If you look at what's in your hand, God thinks that's enough. It's enough to him because what's in our hands is what he's placed there. All the dreams, all the desires, everything that's in our hand right now. You may be looking at your hands and you're seeing nothing. But you know what? Nothing is enough for God to use. He understands the desires of our hearts and what we want to do and accomplish because he's actually put those desires there. When we think about it, there's really no losing. When we understand that God's hand is upon our lives and what he's placed there, and when we understand that he knows the desires of our hearts because he's the one who's put them there, there's no way that we can't do the things we want to accomplish through him because they are God's dreams. The desires of our hearts the dreams that we have, the resources that we got is everything that God has placed there. So the beautiful reality within that is that we can't lose. God's already made the way for us to follow him and the dreams that we have. You know, the meaning of use, just a Google definition, is to take, hold, or deploy as a means of accomplishing or achieving something. This first episode of Badman Season that we are taking, that we are holding and deploying is a means of accomplishing or achieving his work. That this is a dream that he's placed on my heart that I get to take, that I get to hold. And the minute that this goes live is deploying the dream that is now a reality into the atmosphere to now build his kingdom to accomplish his work, not to make me feel good or look good, but to give him the glory because of who he is. And I so encourage you, what does that look like in your life? What is a dream that is sitting in the corner or in that box, in your closet? What is it that, what are the cobwebs that you need to dust off? Because if it's a God dream, there's already anointing upon that. If it's a God dream, God has already gone before you. If it's a God dream, he can't wait till you realize the day that you want to see it come alive again. You need to take, hold, and deploy and put this dream into action. Because we don't want to be like that one servant that hid his bag. But we want to be like the other two servants who doubled their bags and who were faithful with but a few things, but now in charge of many.
And the last thing that I would love to finish on is 